0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thanks for
1: staying with us on Real Presence Live. Uh, we're with uh, your hosts, our Jack and Doreen Canelli. We're happy to be with you
2: welcome back
1: welcome back (laughs) yes and Doreen, you haven't even told a joke yet did you get any
2: oh um yes i do um i have a joke from a friend who wanted me to share a joke
1: is this from who i think it's from maybe you should read it have you read it ahead of time
2: what do you call a sleepwalking nun
1: roman catholic
2: did you did he tell you what the joke was? No, he, he did she, not
1: tell me he, the joke.
2: <laughs> you got it. That's exactly that is exactly right. So
1: did he send you any more?
2: Well, he did it kind
1: but But When people will <laughs> be laughing so long they won't be able to hear our next <laughs> guest. <laughs> That's, yeah. so, so let's so let's get on. Why don't you introduce our next right. guest?
2: I'm very happy to introduce our next guest with whom I have been on a few pilgrimages. <laughs> and, and, and retreats. And retreats. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um Um, Mary Hanbury is with us in the studio this morning, and she is the Director of Catechesis for the Diocese of Fargo. And Mary was just sharing with me that she, uh, well, okay, our first segment was on retreat for men. Mary has just come off of a wonderful woman's retreat. She's going to talk a little bit about that and uh, talk about... Uh, retreat that our diocese is offering coming up very soon. So welcome, Mary. Thank you. And would you just introduce yourself a little bit more to our sure, audience? Sure, sure.
3: So I'm the director of catechesis, as Doreen said, um, and for the Diocese of Fargo. I've been there 20 years now. Uh, and my job, it, for the most part, is uh, our religious education programs for the parishes, working with their curriculum and um, adult education as well, RCIA Special needs. Before I worked for the diocese, I was a special ed teacher, uh, so, I've, so I have a teaching background as well. And I also have an interest, as Doreen knows, in sacred art. So right now, I'm working on my master's degree in sacred art. It's an online program, um, so I'm kind of learning how to use that to pray with for catechesis. There's uh, such a hunger, especially with the younger generation. I notice with sacred art. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And as you know, I have a pilgrimage business on the side. So yes. I'm a busy lady. <laughs> no. She is a very busy
2: lady. And you are not a native to North Dakota? I am not. I'm from Milwaukee. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and there's a whole other story about how you yes. landed here. Yeah. Yes. I remember one, day. <laughs> A long time ago, I had this terrible dream when Archbishop Aquila left that you were going to go to Denver. <laughs> I was so relieved when I woke up and it was just a dream. No. Um, not that they wouldn't probably love to have you there. Um so Mary, you're going to talk about some upcoming, an upcoming retreat for, well, here, first let's back up. Um, just, can you just share the highlights of the retreat from this past weekend? Sure.
3: So this past weekend, uh, the Diocese of Fargo hosted a women's retreat down in Hankinson. Now we did have ladies. It was welcome for people from all over. So there were people from Sioux Falls and Bismarck, and Minnesota, and um, we had 30 ladies. We had Liz Kelly come. She's an author, writer, uh, retreat director and spiritual directors from Minnesota. She, this is her second time doing a retreat for us. We filled it last year when we did this. Uh, so we did this down in the convent uh, in Hankinson. Came 30 ladies Friday, started Friday evening to Sunday uh, noon. Uh, it was just a wonderful experience. Just wonderful. Now not necessarily, there's different kinds of retreats, you know, a silent retreat, Ignatian retreat. Uh, this was not silence, although we did ask the ladies certain times, obviously, during prayer times and things like that but certainly they could talk and share their experiences. And um, For me, you know, and I, I'm, I'm the one organizing, so I'm the one when they lock their selves out of their rooms, I'm like missing part of the talk to mm-hmm. go get their key and helping them this and that. And so it took me a while for me to enter in the retreat, but I, I did. I, I had some beautiful uh, experiences. And you, you realize when, you, when you're done with these retreats how much you really needed it, and you didn't think so, yep. you know? yep.
2: You're yeah. like, what was the so title good.
3: of the retreat? Uh, Jesus Approaches. Jesus Approaches. Yeah. And so is it about that encounter? It's about that encounter um, and healing and Mm. um, just being close that that intimacy with Jesus. I can share you, so I'll share you my one grace because this was beautiful. But so I had been praying with the child Jesus, which I had been a little bit before this retreat started. So when... When Liz mentioned the child Jesus, when one of her talks, it just came, resonated with me right away. Excuse me, I'm going to interrupt. Child Jesus, infant, toddler? Let's just say six to ten years oh, old. Okay. okay. Uh, and so, anyway, I went over to St. Philip's Church, which is across the street. Great place to go pray when you're with, in Hinkinson. And they have this beautiful stained glass window of the child Jesus with his parents. I'm like, well, this is just coincidence. Not. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Don't give me goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I go back and I'm praying in my room and I pictured the child Jesus just sitting on my lap and he just wanted to delight being with me mm. as I delighted being with him. It was such a, a good experience. And Liz had mentioned in one of her talks about how in the quiet and the silence it's when your creativity comes. And that's so true. It's like your thoughts clear out and your creativity comes. And, I, was, and I, I love being creative, and I know you do too. You're also an artist. But I asked the child, Jesus, I said, what are you, what are you creative with? And he said to me, I see patterns. And I went, I hmm. bet you do. But now you know, and I'm still kind of going deeper into this, like, what do you mean by that? But I'm, I'm picturing, obviously, the design of creation, but also of human patterns and our behavior and... Things like this, and so I'm still kind of pondering that. It just the words just keep buzzing back into me, like this child saying to me, "I see patterns." Oh, that wow. sounds like a future discussion because yeah. I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> I got to pray with that one for a for a while. But yeah, Hear about that's the path he pulls you on. Yeah. That's the grace that comes out of these retreats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, unexpected, unexpected. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And I know a lot of the ladies in the sharing of graces, just the tears were coming and the mm-hmm. healing and. Yeah, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. He touches us right where we he are. does, he? and yeah. you don't expect and it. And <laughs> you don't even know we needed him there yes, sometimes.
2: Exactly. Yes. yes. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> so you're talking about images, your your love of of the visual, and yes. then he brings you to a stained yeah. glass window and yeah. there you meet. So, oh, that's wonderful. So
3: you have a, a retreat coming up. We do. So we do these every year. They're called the Catechist Retreat. Now, when... They're intended for catechists, but they are open for everybody from anywhere.
1: Want to explain first what is, what a, catechist? is a catechist? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay, so uh, term for teacher. So a catechist is one who passes on the faith. So this is our parish religion education teachers. It could be Catholic school as well, but that's who a catechist is.
2: And know, is, this, you, is this an ongoing, have you done this other years or is this uh, a new um, experience? Nope, for, we've
3: done this, gosh. I don't know,
2: seven years? Oh, you so, have.
3: Yeah, quite a while. Um, uh, we have, we we try and do it in two places to spread around the, the, sure. the Fargo Diocese. Now, this is just a day. Mm. So uh, for those who can't get away for the weekend, because that's hard sometimes, mm-hmm. this is like the day away. Who cannot do Friday or Saturday, just 9 to 4. And what's the date of this one? Okay, so we have two of them. So the first one is Friday, August 27th. And that one's in Valley City at the convent in Maryville there, uh, which has, if you've not been there, beautiful grounds. And in summer, you can just walk, walk in their prayer tunnel and all these kind of places. Um, that's with Father Jasinski, and the theme is uh, Go to Joseph, uh, the Year of Joseph. He's going to kind of tie in that of, of our vocation as, as catechists. But even if you're not teaching in the RE, my gosh, grandparents are catechists, parents are catechists. Everybody really is a catechist. If you practice your faith, you want to pass it on to somebody else. Um,
1: yeah, so for the people you invited who are not catechists to mm-hmm. come to this thing, I think they should be able to take some comfort that catechists is not some, necessarily something where you go to school to get a certificate right. or anything like that. Like you right. said, it's a teacher. So uh, I, I think people who are not catechists, you know, should feel a lot better about you know the, uh, you know registering for this.
3: Right. I have a people every year that register. They're like, "Well, I'm not a catechist, but I want to come." I'm like, "You are more than welcome," mm-hmm. and they keep coming back because mm-hmm. They see the value in it. I would, I
2: would awesome. guess that your eyes would be open to uh, the way we're presented with opportunities to catechize that we might otherwise be unaware mm-hmm. of after right. a retreat like this. Right. You know, just kind of the everyday life opportunities.
3: Now, this one is a little bit more Ignatian. So there's, you know, there's there's a conference that Father Jasinski gives on Joseph. And then he sends you off to your prayer period. And that is supposed to be silence. You can eat at lunchtime, but it is supposed to be that time. You only get a day. It's a very short, you know, mm-hmm. there's mass in there and confessions and um, it ends up being faster than you think it is. But it's then that time of silence, especially if you're if you're in ministry, especially we all kind of start the new year, especially if teachers, that to like take that step away, like, okay, Lord, are, you're calling me to this for the first time, maybe again and again, and um, let me start this year off with you and hear your voice and just be in peace with you and mm-hmm. reflect with you and um, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, kind of yeah. the pause
2: before the pause yes. exactly. Um, Mary, uh, you use the term Ignatian. It's not an, it is an uh, Ignatian style.
3: Just you know, nutshell for those of us who don't know what uh, an Ignatian retreat yeah. is. Well, we, if we've heard of Saint Ignatius, okay. So he wrote um, some rules uh, in his own experience. How the Lord touched him the way he was thinking of one thing versus another. And so he came up this, this way, we call it the Ignatian way to pray. or Spiritual sermon. exercises. Yeah, spiritual exercises or Lectio Divina, um, all that. But basically it's meditating with scripture. So in the short of it is, Father will walk us through, like, how do you do this? You read the scripture, you pick out some words that strike you, uh, you sit with it, let it speak to you. It might be nothing that comes, but it might be just sort of a feeling of peace or whatever. But, um, so there's a direction to it. He yeah, directs it. He okay. directs it, yeah. Okay, of how to do good. that. Very good. Um, is there a theme? You said something about oh, St. Joseph. It's, the theme is Joseph. So okay. the words go to Joseph.
2: Okay, yeah. And you mentioned the year of St. Joseph. Yes. And as our last guest did as well. So why Joseph and catechist? How does that go together?
3: Uh, well, think about it. The child Jesus was catechized by his parents. And um, Joseph would have been the one who taught him his prayers, uh, because the father of the family did that in traditional Jewish, you know, growing up, um, not only that, but creativity and carpentry and all kinds of things. Joseph was a prime
2: catechist, so, Mm -hmm. yeah. I I had the great blessing of growing up next door to a Jewish family, and every Friday evening, um, the father and his son went to synagogue. Mm-hmm. And um, in synagogue is is where the learning right. happens in the right. Jewish faith. And so right. to think of that example and, and then Joseph in that role. Yeah, Joseph's
3: a yeah. prime catechist. Mm-hmm. Obviously Mary too, but people often kind of put him aside and just think, oh, Mary taught him everything because she's perfect and, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But no, it was Joseph. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to explore oh, in, mm-hmm. in this catechist retreat
1: the idea of Joseph teaching Jesus how to pray, I think really kind of highlights for me the idea of the mystery of the Incarnation.
2: Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. So,
1: Well, we're coming up on a break here, so I I think this is a good spot, and we will be back. Stay with us, uh, all you listeners out there. We're talking with Mary Hanbury uh, from the Diocese of Fargo about their catechist retreat coming up, but it's not just limited to catechists. Anybody can come, and so... uh, Continuing with our retreat theme today with our first guest and now with Mary, Uh, we encourage all of you out there to consider a retreat sometime this year, if not uh, either of the two that we've been talking about. So with that, I think, Therese, is it time to go to a break?
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Choose the number one nursing program in the nation, the University of Mary. Of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide, Mary is ranked number one by the National Benchmarking Service Mountain Measurement. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And eligible nursing students receive their senior year of tuition free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation. Check us out at umary.edu slash nursing. That's umary.edu slash nursing.
4: If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again, and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability, and third, Make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
0: This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Okay,
1: welcome back with Jack and dream Canelli as your host. And we're talking with Mary Hanbury. and uh, But before we get into that, uh, uh, the um, our, our phones have just been lit up with uh, listeners asking For more jokes from Doreen, and I think she's got a hot one here.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, As a former teacher, (laughs) this is the time of year where we're all focused on back-to-school, so I have a little back-to-school joke. So what school supply is always tired?
1: I'd say a bicycle, but that's not a school supply.
2: I think this joke must have been written... Many, many, many years ago. I'm not sure this is even a school supply, but a knapsack. <laughs> we would call it a backpack. A, backpack, a knapsack sure, yeah. works knapsack, for the yeah. Uh, yeah, that's for the ba-
1: that's for the baby boomer boomers who's. Parents got through World War Two, and the you know, like my dad came back with a knapsack. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) that's right. Green, Canvas. I'm sure. Well, let's get back to Mary. I mean, we're paying her a lot to be with us today, and we don't (laughs) want to be wasting our money. We have to be good stewards (laughs) here.
2: And we're talking about retreats in general and specifically a retreat that's coming up in uh, August twenty seventh.
3: August twenty seventh,
2: and it's a retreat for catechists. And um, just as a little review, Mary, who can attend? Anybody
3: can attend. The retreat, obviously, is advertised for catechists, but we have people every year that, you know, they always say, I'm not a catechist, but can I come? I'm like, certainly, because actually we're all catechists. We all pass on the faith to people. Mm-hmm. So whether you have a class of kids or whether you have your own child or grandchild or mm-hmm. next-door neighbor or whoever. Exactly. Or, exactly.
2: Or a stranger you or might a stranger too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> opportunities yeah. everywhere. Um, it, when you were sharing about your the retreat that you attended and helped to facilitate um, this past weekend, you talked about the need for that pause Mm -hmm. in our lives. And um, so with that pause, God gives us spiritual gifts, and and we can be attentive to them. Can you talk about what your hopes are for the attendees this year? Um, In other words, um, what they might receive and take away and and give as a result?
3: So I—well— with this retreat, but with every retreat, there's that time for pause and an encounter with Jesus. If you have that personal, intimate encounter, all that happens to you is you light up and you want to share it with others. And so can you imagine if you're the catechist and you have your classroom of you kids and you're talking about relationship with Jesus and you can light up and say, oh yeah, he touched me on this retreat. I heard his voice or I I can sit with him in this silence and feel that peace, you know, mm-hmm. um, or, or I was drawn to scripture or I was just drawn to learn more about him. All those experiences that you have on those retreats, um, you, you can't help but just pass on because you're th- so excited about it. Yeah. What do you think that does for the one who hears the,
2: I, about the experience you've yeah, had? Yeah, because it's personal
3: witness. It's not just, oh, it's out of a textbook. They're just telling me these mm-hmm. things. You know, but if your your catechist can stand up there and say, "I'm a personal witness to this. This happened to me," mm-hmm. you know, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: well, and I love what you shared in the first segment about when you actually asked the child Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you asked the child Jesus. Um, the question: What? What was it? The
3: what? Your creativity. What your creativity is? Yeah. is and
2: he answered you in a specific way. Yeah, I see patterns. Um, it was. It just. It just speaks of the reality of the relationship that we right. are able to have right. with him.
3: Now that voice—is it an audible voice? No, it's um, with me. It's just sort of an interior voice. But you're always kind of doubt: Is that my voice, or is mm-hmm, that you know? Mm-hmm. But when it. When it resonated with me for so long, um and it keeps coming back in prayer, I'm like, "Oh, that's the lord's voice, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it didn't go away, it's still there, and I'm still pondering it, and right. I'm still yeah,
2: so that is sort of like a concrete example mm-hmm. of what you hope the yeah. people that yeah. attend on the twenty seventh will right, have right, that experience yeah. with Christ that they then you shared with all of our listeners and with me and and it doesn't end here,
3: no, no. Um, and I think the other point, too, is this, that people are uncomfortable with silence. They're a little bit afraid with it. And so their prayer periods, our prayer periods are like an hour. Maybe there's three of them during the day, I forget. Um, and it's beautiful grounds, and you can walk around and be in nature, and you be still, and you're given the exercise. You're given you know, the scripture to read and to pray with and how to do that. And um, our culture is so uncomfortable with silence. And in, in the Diocese of Fargo, in our, in our curriculum, uh Alive in Christ, which is mandated for first through eighth grade. Every chapter begins with a simplified Lexio Divina where the teacher is supposed to have this children's begin in silence and go through the scriptures. So if the teacher is not comfortable with this, they're not gonna do it. It's not gonna work in the classroom, you know, mm-hmm. if if you yourself are, are not comfortable in the mm-hmm. silence. And like Liz said, um it's it's not only in an the encounter and the beauty of it, but creativity comes in the silence. You get kind of pumped like, oh, I have ideas that just kind of keep floating through my head. Like oh, I think I might want to. I have to pray about all this, but mm-hmm. what do I want to do next. And mm-hmm. um, I know my first silent retreat,
2: I approached it as, almost as work, which in a way it is. It is, yeah. But I think mm-hmm. what you're saying is so important for any attendee: um, be present in this moment that's given mm-hmm. to you, and just you know allow yourself to receive and. And if a butterfly distracts you or a beautiful piece of pink clover, go there. Go there, exactly. Because it could be the Lord
3: trying to to speak with you about certain things. The Mm -hmm. one thing about silent retreats, you know, so Doreen and I were on a silent retreat. Our first one was, I don't know how many years ago. Long time Long time ago. ago. And it was, I think, eight days, all silence. um, And we had a a director that we met with for an hour. And I think there were six of us ladies on this retreat, Mm -hmm. I can't remember. But um, at the end, so we didn't talk at all. We didn't. We stared at each other for meals, uh, passed each other in the hallway with a smile. That was it for eight days. But at the end, we all knew each other really well. There was this bond that occurred in the silence. And now we kept that prayer group up for a while. Mm-hmm. But it was remarkable how, after a while in the silence, you didn't feel like you were silent anymore because you were constantly talking to the Lord. And you had this bond with other people. Mm-hmm. It was remarkable what happens that you don't mm-hmm. expect yeah. in the silence. It's like a living experience of yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, being that connector.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That was. Some, yeah. Seems like yesterday. I know. It was forever <laughs> it ago. It was forever ago. Oh, okay. So who will be, you you mentioned the Father Jasinski is going to direct yes. this. Could you tell us a little bit about him? So Father is, uh, in short, he's my
1: boss,
3: <laughs> but he's, uh, he's the... Uh, <laughs> he's a heck of a guy. <laughs>
1: he's a heck of a guy.
3: <laughs> I don't know if he's listening, but he's the director of uh, our Catholic education formation for the Diocese of Fargo, so he has all, uh, all our offices. He's also the pastor in uh, Wild Rice at St. Benedict's Church, um, and he himself has done... A retreat director for many different retreats and um, silent retreats and all kinds of retreats and training Ignatian spirituality. So, um, yeah, he's been doing this for years too. Mm-hmm. And he, um, having been
2: on a few of his, his retreats, directed yeah. retreats, I can attest to the fact that he is an excellent yeah. Um, yeah. retreat director, and um, that he will. Do her, yeah. yeah, he will. He will do he's it great. well. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is just great. And then we talked about how this isn't just for catechists, uh, but can you tell us something about, you know, like the demographics of, of the groups that you've had in the past, like well, the gosh, ages? Well, gosh,
3: this past weekend, um, it was all ages. I had young 20-year-old girls to, you know, to grandmothers. It was interesting this weekend. It was a lot of father, uh, mother-daughter. Really? Yes. I was surprised how mother-daughter a mother-daughter-in-law, a few of those, mm. sisters who came, um, and obviously friends and that surprised me because I just I just signed up on my own. I don't think to bring anybody, but they all did. So that was kind of mm-hmm. nice. Um, the catechist retreats too, the ages are all over the place. Uh, it's smaller groups. So I have to have 12 people uh, on the retreat or, or it's canceled. So the one in Valley City, uh, we've already got our 12. It's not going to be canceled. I could probably, I think, go up to 30. Um, so we're still, registration's still open. It does close this Thursday. As far as registration, um, but I can still take a couple trickles in after that. So if you're, if you're waiting on something, you can always email me, but you can always try. Let's put it that way. So to register, they email you? Can they call yeah, oh, the diocese? Good question. Yep. You can do that, or it's easier to go on the Diocese of Fargo website under Catechesis Retreats, and there's a registration actually right there. Okay, so there's a pull-down menu? Yep, pull-down oh, okay. and You can pay right there. The S- deposit It's 20 bucks. It's like nothing. That's lunch out. (laughs) I know, it's lunch out, and you get lunch with that, some snacks, coffee, Mm -hmm. the whole retreat experience. So it's a good deal. Now we are running, I should say, we are running another one at Lake Metagoshi uh, on the 28th, but that one I've only got one or two people signed up for, so I'm not sure that one's going to make it. There is a possibility um, that we're going to move that one to the fall. I think okay. people up. We, I was visiting with people up north there in uh, the rugby area, and they're like, "Gosh, it's so close to our catechist training and this and that and everything else." So, what about moving it? Because we really want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lake Medagoshi is a beautiful retreat center as well. It's not Catholic, but um, it's a it's a Christian one. Um, we've done a couple of retreats up there as well because mm-hmm. um, we want to kind of spread these out throughout the diocese. Mm-hmm. So, so stay tuned more on the website for what happens with the Lake Medagoshi one.
1: Yes, so our. our listeners in north central north dakota should be on the watch yeah, for that on the watch, exactly. okay we're, we're coming up on a on a break here uh real soon mary we want to thank you for coming and uh good luck with all <laughs> the retreats yeah. and uh i think um i'm not exactly sure where we are on the hard break but we're uh, uh i guess it's coming up right <laughs> now uh, next though and just may
2: I say something before we close? If you are listening and you just feel that God might be whispering in your ear to attend this retreat, go for it. Go. Just go. <laughs> be not afraid. Exactly.
1: And after the retreat, we will be asking, do you take your Sunday into Monday? Mm. Stay with us. We'll be right back.